0: Yo, we got my man Dominion on here today We're jumping into fitness, health, staying healthy uh, Dominion's a beast, so it's awesome being able to tap into his mindset But more importantly, getting the things that we need To allow us to become more successful and to understand What we have to do when we haven't done it before
1: I've got my story, you got yours I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more Time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up Been there and back a couple times
0: But I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win You gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left Leave a five-star rating and review. That will be keep people coming to this podcast. Let them know what's up. Let them know how we have my mindset. Go to the winnersparadigm.com and subscribe. That's the way you're going to know what's going to go on. That's going to know how you can be able to get your podcast out in 20 minutes. And number three, that is going to be sign up for our Winner's Paradigm Recalibration Facebook group. That's going to be in the show notes, so hit that. You can definitely be able to learn how to fucking win. My man, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm, brother. It's an honor, you know, talking to you a little bit before and already knowing, you know, we're going to align as people and having a great conversation, helping people on that impact, you know, where it comes into, whether it's life, mindset, or even, you know, figuring out, hey, you know, what aligns to them. Uh, so before we get started, brother, would you mind giving us a brief intro of who you are, what you're passionate about today?
1: Hey, brother Londa, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate the intro. Uh, my name is Dominion ezeche is Um, Currently, I'm a personal trainer who specializes in injury prevention and mobility training. Um, I'm based out of Dallas, Texas right now, but obviously my services um, can help and serve and give people value all over the place, no matter where you are. Right now, my mission is just to help people in that area of mobility and getting back their your range of motion <clears throat> and just living their life without pain. You know, most of the 80% of Americans you know, experience lower back pain, particularly in all these different elements. And. I'm trying to give people a holistic approach, you know, versus the traditional Western style of medicine, that Band-Aid style of medicine that just, you know, cures symptoms and, and gives a temporary fix, but doesn't really give you um, uh, kind of like a totati- totality um, finish, because uh, they want you to keep coming back, keep spending money. You know, mm-hmm. I want to give people that old style of medicine, what we used to do, right? How we used to heal ourselves through nutrition and through exercise and
0: just try to spread that uh, to the world that's awesome brother and that's something that hits me uh as well and it's funny as like i just talked to a surgeon uh, probably about four months ago about my right knee and it was like hey you know i'm supposed to get a, a surgery in the military and they were like do all these different things so it was funny is uh i went to that and i was opposed to talking to the surgeon because i knew what he was going to do And he's like i can give you an injection and i'm like bro i don't want that and he's like wow i was like bro i've had five in my knee And I was like, it makes it worse every time. And I was like, why would you put something into your body that's going to numb your body and then hurt you longer in the long run? He's like, well, you know, the only thing we can do for you is like next five to 10 years, you're going to get a full knee replacement. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I'll figure this out on my own. I'm not going to be coming back to you and and getting advice or taking this medication, you know, that's not serving me. Uh, So it was funny. It's like, he was like, oh, have you been taking, you know, anti-inflammatories, turmeric? And I'm like, bro, I actually clean now. Uh, egg white spinach in the morning. And I was like, I know for me, like a shift in energy when I started eating cleaner and then also focusing on, you know, what goes into my body. So uh, let's start there, brother. I know a lot of people, you know, we want quick alternatives. You know, we want to go to fast food because we're working on the business and doing all this to where we don't think about it sometimes. So how important is the nutrition aspect uh, when it comes to just overall changing our health before we even start losing the weight or even start looking better?
1: Oh my God. Um, Okay. So I always use this analogy, like imagine your, your body, like you're a car, right? So imagine there's two Lambos fresh out the lot, like, you know, freshly made, nobody been used yet. Two Lamborghinis, right? Um, You put um, the proper fuel, you know, the best fuel that is designed for that Lamborghini to run efficiently. Like you put this fuel in there, it's going to go boom, boom, boom. But me, on the other hand, I put water in the fuel tank. Right. Or for the for the uh, more skeptical people, I put less efficient fuel, regular, you know, mainstream gas and we go race. Who do you think is going to win? You're going to smoke me. Right. Because you're putting the fuel that was designed for that engine, designed for um, how that Lambo was made. And I'm putting something contrary to that. Right. I'm never going to beat you. I'm never going to beat you. You're going to smoke me same thing with our bodies um, most um uh, chronic illnesses non-communicable diseases right now stem from a lack of a vitamin deficiency or a mineral deficiency which can be easily obtained by food right most pills that we get from CVS Walgreens all placebos They're all sugar pills they and they they figured this out um uh, back in like 1990s um give people a placebo you can you can that's how powerful the brain is I also do some I'm like such a nerd and I do deep dive on like, um, neuro and, you know, um, the brain and all, all all that stuff, but the brain is so powerful. You can actually trick yourself out of a sickness, out of pain, and you can trick yourself into pain, right? They've done multiple studies where they've given people the same, um, injection. So actually the, the brain, um, takes and injections way more potently than a pill, right? So they've actually injected people with just like saline, right? It's like a water solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have, you know, given themselves in a, a, a chronic pain illness, right? And then the other group gave them the same saline and said, you, this is going to heal your pain, right? And they heal themselves through just thinking that they were healed, right? So this is obviously, you know, in comparison with the food thing, what we put in our bodies is so important. Um, it's so imperative because, you know, like you mentioned fast food, first of all, it's not even food. It's plastic, it's Um, It's just highly, highly processed. Um, these foods are the, the main thing messing up our gut microbiome, right? So we actually have bacteria in our gut, in our stomach, that um, our stomach is the only system in our body that operates without the brain sending it signals. Every other, operation in our body it, it, the brain sends signals like the brain has to say signals okay my white blood cells go do this or bones start making more uh, uh, calcium uh, go do this uh, or use this calcium in this way to, to make the bone stronger do this the stomach operates without signals from the brain that's primarily because of the gut microbiome this is, it's so important that we have a healthy and diverse set of gut microbiome because without that that leads to it's inflammation and sickness and most sickness stem from inflammation right if the body is not alkaline right if your body's ph is out of whack if you're eating these highly processed foods you're destroying your gut microbiome making yourself more vulnerable to sicknesses more vulnerable to these um chronic illnesses that are non-communicable um and when i say non-communicable i mean you're you're choosing so if you don't eat if you, if you have a you know if you have a uh, um a lack of vitamin C, right? You're gonna have scurvy. You know, that's what they, they discovered in like the 1800s, 1700s. All the sailors, all the British sailors started dying. All they started doing was bringing some more lemons and limes on the ship um, that were high in vitamin C. Now these sailors were not dying, right? So it applies to us today. Like these people, lower back pain, chronic sitting, right? Chronic sitting is messing up people's hips, shortening up the hips, tightness of the hamstrings, pain in the lower back, right? Um, Um, not eating enough um, of the proper vitamins and nutrients is giving people these sicknesses. So instead we run to CVS to grab a pill. No, try eating some food because that pill is essentially trying to replace the vitamins that you're not getting from the food. But like I said, most pills are placebos. You don't trust me? Go make your own and give it, go test it. Go, Go grab, buy sugar pills, give it to a friend, and say this is a new whatever. Take the label off something from CVS, put it on, and watch them get better. I I I will put my career on it. You know what I'm saying? And there's thousands of other doctors who have switched over to the holistic route um, because they're just not. You know they they have no more faith in the Western style of medicine. Um, like you said, like the injections, like all like those kind of procedures do. Literally, just had a constant consultation with a client. She's in, I primarily work with nurses. Um, she already had um, lower back surgery like a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. And she might get another one. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, this is what this is what's happening, right? These injections, these surgeries, right, are are just shifting. I think she just had a slip disc. They're shifting like your spine in a way where it's supposed to be. And it's a temporarily fixed. And the body recognizes that, that this is an external factor, right? This is an invasive procedure that is trying to shift this problem but her proclivity of constant sitting, lack of exercise and poor nutrition is causing that problem. And the body is gonna revert back to that problem shortly after I told you. I told her, man, you already had the surgery. Don't you think it's uh, it's not really working if you're already going back a year later for the same procedure, an expensive procedure? And that's what our bodies, that's what you know, Western Salad Medicine do. Um, they just give this temporary fix. Um, When what really what she needs is, you know, a meticulous mobility plan that she can implement and do on a regular basis. Right. We were designed to move our body. We were not designed to sit. The average American sits for 11 hours a day, eight hours at work and probably two to two in a car and three at the crib, chilling, watching Netflix. Right. The average American sits for 11 hours a day. That's according to NIH, National Institute of Health. Right. So just from that, we are causing so many health problems by just sitting. I just wrote an article um, that sitting is the new smoking. And um, that's a new term being coined right now in the health industry. Sitting is the new smoking, right? So back then, you know, smoke, you know, smoke. Everybody smokes, military, smoke, 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 it's fine, fine. Now it's giving cancer. Now everybody knows it causes cancer, right? And there's so many so many things in our society today that are conditioned in our society as norms, right? But then we're, we're really detrimental to our health. And a lot of it, the research is coming out now that's showing that. Um, and a lot of it will not come out for probably another five, 10 years. And that's part of the done on purpose to delay that so these companies can collect profits, collect pensions, people can come out and, you know, their positions and say, oh, I pl- plausible deniability. I didn't, we didn't, you know, the research didn't show, like we didn't, you know, but they these people know, man. Come on. Like, you know, if you if you look at the the research that's being done right now. Especially overseas, by credible resources like the BMJ, British Medical Journal, um, these people are, are having profound research and studies that are showing that most of the eighty percent of how we're living right now is causing all these diseases that's killing people and not allowing us to live short, um, live long lives. I'm sorry, I get too winded, but I get
0: no. Of No, 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 that was perfect, brother, because that's actually something, what's funny is you're talking about things that I go on loopholes with, and uh, two things, I just learned about the FDA and why it was created, I believe it was, uh, what's his name, Rockefeller was part of it pulling the string, and he was, he was, uh, they were basically just inventing the disease just to fucking cure it, and then it looks like, oh, hey, look what we're doing, and it was like learning about that, but two, uh, I would say even now you're learning it, it's like, definitely on the mental health side. Like for me, they were like, Oh, your knee, you're going to have chronic knee pain. And then I'm like, nah, something's messed up with my knee. We need to figure it out. Like it's on fire. I cannot squat anymore. Life changing. I can't run anymore. Cause then it just feels worse. And then my whole body's falling apart. My back's killing me. Uh, let's put you on antidepressants. I'm like, I can't take it. They make me take it. I start flipping out. Hey, you're this, we're going to put you in this box. You know. Oh, you need help. You have anxiety, you have issues. Sure. And then I look it up and it's like, anxiety was one of the forms of our fight to fight mode. And that was something that helped us back then to where, you know, we're hunting, we're doing whatever we need to do. Right. So I was yeah. like, yeah. Hey, you know, you have to move. And that's one of the things for anxiety that can help you is start yeah. moving. So for me, it's like, I'll get anxiety. I start freaking out, whatever it is, you know, and I'm like, Hey, I need to get a workout. And you see me starting doing push and you're like, bro, why are you doing push-ups all of a sudden? It's like just that psychological change. And I'd say for me, you know, on just the mental health side, it was like, I'm not going to do that number one. And then two, right. I'm not going to hold on to these bullshit beliefs that aren't going to help me. And I love the way that you said that you said it multiple times, you know, is uh, the body's going to believe anything you tell it. And I believe the same right. thing. You, know, if you keep saying I'm stupid, I'm stupid. Or, you know, if I have this condition, I'm depressed, you're going to be depressed. You know what I mean? But if you I'm look at it, it and you're like, Hey, you know, I need to be better at this. I need to take it. So for me, Uh, Yeah, you know, it was a fucking slap in the face for my knee because it was like four years, you know, of just the constant same shit. It's been seven years already. And now it's like, or excuse me, six years. um, And it's been like constant of just figuring it out and now it's at that point to where it's like I put so much research time into myself talk to individuals like you brother where I was able to finally learn I'm like hey this works for me this is what allows me to build muscle this allows me to look good and then be able to move around and now I'm able to have you know that movement to where it's like before I was real stiff and I didn't really learn that. So uh we'll go on that. So we talked about mobility but let's go the mental health side brother I know a lot of it you know they're they're so easy to give a pill out and they're so easy to say whatever and we talked about diet being a huge component because definitely yeah. what you put in your body, uh, in addition to, you know, everything you listen to, everything that you're consuming is going to play a huge factor. So from the mental health side, brother, if we're getting this movement in, if we're eating clean, how is mm-hmm. that going to help us, you know, build that foundation? So we are strong for when tough times do come.
1: Man, it, it, it makes a tremendous effect. Um, you said something really key, um, that social conditioning and also our primitive nature. We have to understand um, it wasn't so long ago that we were chasing food for food, right? Maybe a couple, few hundred years. Like we had to chase to get, we had to hunt to get food. So um, I I work with this one client and she doesn't eat that much. And that's what we're working on is having her eat more because she's so, you know, normal perception, hey, eat less to lose weight which is true for a small portion of time you may you know you fast for a little bit and especially if you're exercising or doing heavy cardio you'll probably lose like five six pounds initially your body's going to stop doing that because what's actually going on your body's conserving energy because it feels that this lack of food combined with this heavy motion you're running from something you're trying to escape from a lion or tiger because of our primitive genetic nature um and you're not eating so the body's like no we got to keep all this fat we got to keep all these carbs we got to store this up because you know we don't know what's going on right so that's why it's you have to eat you have to eat good food um, frequently to, to tell the body hey it's, we got we got input coming in we got we got resources we got fuel coming in we got um food coming in it's okay we can burn some of these, some of these fats and these calories um so i just wanted to touch on that that primitive nature part because a lot of people don't even understand that and we need to understand that we're still primitive beings right? At the core, at our core values, we're animals, we're on the animal kingdom. And we have to understand some of those characteristics and behaviors that, that we put on animals, we can definitely put on ourselves. And I think that's going to help us our perception moving forward on just, you know, health in general. Um, so the mental health part is so key, right? One, we can, we can tell ourselves, we can heal ourselves. And this society right now really loves labeling things, like they love putting people in yeah. a box, particularly so they can control them especially in the healthcare field they want to put you in this box so they can control you so they can um, medicate you and take all your money um, and money is at the root core of everything everything is for them to take continue to take your money. Um, like you said about Rockefeller being you know the original um, you know rainmakers pulling the strings um, of the healthcare industry, all these big corporations, FDA um, uh, Department of Health all of these date back to having influences by these people with nefarious intent and not really um, any any positive, um, they didn't want to heal our health, they just wanted to take our money. Okay, so food plays such a huge part on our mental health. Um, If you sit around eating highly processed foods, um, high sugar, high fats, it's gonna make a huge impact on your brain chemistry, um, especially particularly back to that gut microbiome, right? Um, it affects our dopamine receptors um, and there's actually a huge amount of dopamine that's being released from your gut from your from your stomach, your gut microbiome. and if that's affected, that's going to play a huge part um, in your mental health like you said, people with anxiety anxiety is you know everybody has anxiety and um you know for n- number one i'm I'm am I'm a follower of Jesus Christ and you know the Bible talks about you know anxiety and we will all have it' all these issues people think that there's like, you know, people that don't have these issues, like, you know, they look at famous people and celebrities like that. Dude, everybody has this. The athletes. I played Division One football. Everybody has anxiety, man. Michael Jordan said he was nervous before every game, every game, every game. This is the GOATs, the, you know, the best. I think the best, but I believe the best mm-hmm. basketball player who ever touched, you know, touched the ball. You know what I'm saying? And he's saying I had, I was nervous. I had butterflies, you know. And I was just listening to a podcast with um. I think his name was Tom. Holland. I forgot Tom something. But his his coach, his mentor, and and also Kobe Bryant's mentor. No, um, mm-hmm. he was talking oh, about Tim it. Grover. Tim Grover. I I was correct with the T's, You know, messing up correct with the tease. Yeah. So he was talking about how MJ would have nerds before, before every game. But he, you know, obviously he, that was his mental coach as well, as far as as well as sports performance, and they worked on overcoming the mind. And I feel like a lot of people, um, because of like one, you know. The daily necessities of people, like, you know, they have jobs, they have kids, they have school, they have so much things to do. So like their mental health gets pushed back. And so these, you know, fast food makes it easy to continue to mess that process up. And um, I think people just need to take back control. Number one, you need to take back control. You need to understand your body, understand your primitive nature. When you have anxiety, there's natural ways to combat that. You said doing pushups, man, I love that. I can just see you just talking to somebody, Dunkin' Donuts, you get nervous, you start doing some pushups down you know, on the floor. It's like, people look at you like, what's wrong with you? Like, are you crazy? But I think you're more sane than anybody else because people would rather go to Walgreens, get a freaking luxapro, and, you know, oh, I'll, I'll be fine. You know, I'll be fine putting these, um, you know, foreign factors, foreign elements into my body that essentially does probably more harm than good. Right, So I feel like people need to research holistic ways. Number one, meditation is a phenomenal proven way. Um, Lots of research has been done with meditation has been used in multiple trials with multiple individuals across multiple demographics Um, and meditation is just by far the number one way, meditation and exercise is the number one way to combat anxiety, right? It relieves stress in the brain and all it's doing is relieving the stress in the brain. Right, meditation allows you to empty your mind. Um, and when I say empty your mind, it doesn't mean you're not going to have any thoughts. It's almost almost impossible. You're going to have thoughts, but to just focus on one thing, right? You can focus on one thought, or focus. Many people, most people, focus on their breathing, right? And it allows the brain um, 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 activity to slow down, right? And that's that's one of the main uh, one of the main ways to actually cure or combat your anxiety is allowing the brain to just chill out you know what I'm saying stop having these thoughts because that's what anxiety is you hyper focused thoughts right um on, on and mostly they're negative thoughts exactly. Hi, they're focused on negative thoughts right and then it triggers a, a huge rush of cortisol in your system the stress hormone and now your body is accumulating all this fats because you're stressed and your your, your thighs are getting tense and that's why people experience spasms and And you're not releasing it by either exercise, right? Back in the day, we used to run anxiety. Oh, you need to run now. So you burn off, you know, what's going on in your body or take a chill pill, get back in that yoga position or lay down flat on your bed and meditate and calm your mind, right? Those effects literally happen within a span of 30 seconds, to two minutes. That's all you need. That's shorter than the time it's going to take you to drive to CVS to get that pill, right? Um, so there's so many holistic ways that we can take um, to actually, you know, uh, combat these negative effects from anxiety. Um, and nutrition plays another huge, huge role, right? If we're eating these, you know, whole foods with nutrient-dense um, um, foods, that's going to help us with our anxiety because, you know, to be honest, sugar, a high consumption of sugar, you know, makes it so much harder. Um, to be at um, an equal state, equilibrium in our body, right? It makes it so much harder. Um, Sugar just messes up almost every system. High sugar messes up almost every system in your body, especially your gut microbiome, which then plays a huge part in your mental health because you're not able to control yourself. The sugar messes up your control receptors. It messes up um, just so many things in in the body, especially in the brain, brain chemistry. It allows you to, you know, even take the decision to, hey, let me just take a, take, take a rest real quick, or let me just do 10 push-ups. Let me see if that helps. It doesn't allow you to have those thought processes, right? The sugar, sugar high sugar actually messes up your thought process, right? There's been lots of research about that. I think it's very fascinating. Um, but yeah, long story short, you know, everybody has anxiety. Um, me personally, you know, when I have anxiety, my mental capacity is strong enough now. I just, I just talk to myself. You know, I just like, no, I, I got problems like everybody got problems and I got bills like everybody got bills you know what I'm saying so you know for me um, I know that you know Jesus died for my sins and that nothing external or internal can can really mess me up unless I allow it you know we allow anxiety to, to drive us insane you know somebody's probably listening like you don't know what I'm going through man everybody's going through stuff I hate when people say that I'm not trying to you know make your what you're going through you know <laughs> down it but everybody yeah. if you're alive man you're, you're going through stuff you know, you know you're know, you going through I just lost my brother last month like mm-hmm. everybody's Sorry, going through month. I appreciate that everybody's going through something man so like we have to take ownership that's the one thing too a lot of people don't want to take ownership they want to just uh, cower and, uh, 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 like you know with my practice too I do a lot of mental health work with, with individuals and my clients it's like you got to take ownership because you could die uh. tomorrow you know what I'm saying? Last year, I lost three friends in a matter of three months. Right? I exactly and one of how that I was I'm like, and they were young dudes. These were yep. not like, <laughs> oh, like, I, I, I'm 23 years old. Dude. You know, they were all like in their twenties. This is not like, you know, they're 85. No, like you could die tomorrow. And I feel like people, on my show, I talk about purpose. People are not living purposeful lives. You know, partly it may not be their fault. You know, they just may be overwhelmed with work and fail with the family and stress, of, you know, school and all these different things. but. If you're living a purposeful life, every day you're on purpose, every day I'm on a mission to help people in this capacity um, and give my service, give my value to the world in some way, shape or form with the amount of content, the, the different types of content I'm putting out. A- anxiety is not really gonna you know, overwhelm me the whole day. I, like, I'm gonna, I have anxiety every day. Just, let's just be clear, I have anxiety every day. Every day I have that shit, every day. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's short-lived. You know because i'm on the i'm on the go for all the time. I'm, I'm i'm working right yeah so like it comes and then my my myself is to, i talk to myself like hey it's okay you know boom boom like you got you know you got this thing to do you got this this person to help it's okay you'll be okay you know you're alive right you have value to, to do you're alive so it's okay and it helps that i exercise four times a week and i eat whole foods Right. So my body is primed to have these healthy discussions, right, to take these healthy approaches. That's the problem. People are not primed to do that. People are Lamborghinis having water as fuel. And when it comes to race time, you're not able to perform. I think I think anxiety is part of life. Right. And if you're not primed physically and mentally, you're not going to survive and you're going to be dependent on these pills, these temporary aids that Western style of medicine has displayed for us. You know, versus contrary, what we used to do of exercise and eat properly and develop strong mental skills. That's the difference between us and, and, and pro- professional athletes. Joe, I'm telling you, when it's 100,000 people in the stands and you got a plane on the back, you had the ball in your head, got 11 big dudes trying to mess you up. think I'm not scared. You There's no the butterflies. But I'm primed. You know, training. I've trained for this. I have mental training as well. I ate some good food all week. So my body mm-hmm. is strong and durable to withstand the tension, the physical tension, you know, from, from the game. Yo, people are not primed. People are not ready to face anxiety. If you start getting yourself mm. ready physically and mentally, bro, you're gonna you are gonna experience anxiety. I'm not gonna tell you not gonna do that, but it's gonna be very short-lived. It's gonna be about 30, 45 seconds, and you'll be okay back to go
0: bro, I get you hundred percent. And that's why I'm laughing a little bit when you're talking. Cause it's like all the shit I go through. Like I wake up with that fucking fire in the morning and I'm pissed. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get some day, get a workout in or whatever oh, it yeah. is, you know, whether it's getting it in then, uh, or learning about my body, putting CBD on. And then later on in the day performing, because I got to be able to take care of myself. I'm aching whatever. And that was something for me, uh, that was hard. And you also talked about losses, brother. That's something for me, uh, I had four good friends die. My grandfather died and uh, one of my buddies died of cancer at 19. So for me, it was like, my condolences, brother. My condolences. Oh, thank you, brother. Uh, so it was a lot going through then. And then you have this complex of like, everybody's going to leave you and, and that, you know? So for me, I was just like, bro, what the fuck am I doing? Like drinking, fucking partying. Like, what is that going to lead you to? You know what I mean? Like it's going to be fun right now. Or you're going to be that dumbass that does this 10, 20, 30 years in the same fucking position, bitching. And it's just like, bro, who are you as a man? And that's why I love the way that you're saying it is, is it comes into it. You know, you have to take that accountability. You have to step up. You have to be able to see it for yourself. And that's the power in all of it. You know, it's like, hate doing it. You know, like, like I said, the anxiety portion, like, yeah, everybody has it for me. uh, I learned about that because the military was high stress environment and everybody's acting (laughs) like a chicken with their head cut off. And I mean, at one point in time, I had a leader who's like, you're doing pull-ups every hour on the hour. I'm so grateful for that because I would be fucking wanting to fight people. And then I go, yeah. I'm doing pull-ups and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to yell anymore. And it was right. something where it was like flipping that switch off because I wasn't able to regulate it. And that led to the OCD and I'm flipping the fuck out all the time. And it's like, why? Yeah. Well, I'm overstimulated because of all these factors. I need to control myself. Yeah. I need to start being mentally stronger, having the yeah. fucking capacity to deal with people, even though it's tough sometimes Cause you just think to people and you're like, bro, are you that stupid? And it's like, it's not that they're stupid. They just don't know. But at that yeah. time, you know, we're so overwhelmed with everything that's going on. We explode. We do all these things that aren't us because we're not living that way. And I love the way you said that about purpose. It's, it's fucking tough. You know what I mean? Because if you're not there yet on that mental side, and definitely for me and you, you can tell it clicked early at a young age, yeah. uh, that's the tough part with people. You know, it's like, they either fucking get it or they don't. And if they get it, then they're not taking action sometimes. And that's the majority, you know, it's like, they're not taking the action or, you know, they're at that stage like you don't fucking get me. You don't get it's hard. And it's like, bro, it's hard for everybody. Like some people don't have that. You know, like when I was coming up, it's like, bro, this shit suck. No one gave a single fuck. You, you figure it out for yourself. You do what you got to do. And that's what builds that mental resilience. And that's why, you know, you are the way you are. And for me, it's like, bro. Uh, I heard a great quote yesterday. Uh, Wes Watson said it, but it came from Grant Cardone. He's like, if you can take anything away from me, I'm still going to have myself. And that's powerful. You know, it's like, right? That's, that's facts, you know, like no matter what you're gonna have yourself, you need to eat right. You need to show up. Now as a father, that makes even more sense to me because it's like my, my mom used to drink, my stepdad used to drink every day. And it's, Not that my mom would argue and she'd be like, I'm not an alcoholic, bro. You drink one to two drinks every fucking day. Like regardless, you're sitting your ass on the couch, you're drinking these drinks and that's what kids are picking up. And that's what they're going to think of their parents when they get older. So I had that picture the other day and it was like, do I really want to be drinking like that? Do I really want to be showing it? You know, and I don't drink anymore, but
1: it was awesome, you know,
0: taking those things and understanding like, Hey, this isn't what's going to happen anymore. And that's not the fucking standard anymore this is not what's going to continue to happen so you really got to elevate yourself and i love the way that you said that brother so we'll wrap it up here with the last question to ask everybody what would you say to the previous version of yourself who's looking to recalibrate your mindset you don't know where to start brother you're just trying to align yourself to your definition of success
1: um man i i, I never try to really push you know religion or faith on people but since this is what i would tell my younger self uh, and this is what I tell almost everybody, um, just just really, really find Jesus, man, because I've been in some low points in my life. Um, I grew up pretty, um, pretty tough way for a kid to grow up. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was born in Nigeria. Um, first of all, I was born dead. I wasn't breathing. So I was immediately intubated. Um, and luckily, the doctor caught it. Um, and, and I'm here today. Um, uh, I lived in a you know, militaristic state environment. There's no police, you know, so you know it, it gets pretty crazy. And then when I came, when we came here, you know, we it took all our money to get here. and it, The currency differentiation um, was little to nothing. So we were living with people, and you know, we lived in you know poor places, and you know, there's terrible neighborhoods, and I had to see some things, I had to do some things, I had to experience some things, um, and that really started my mental you know, mental journey because I like you said I thought I was nothing. Nobody cared about me at home, at school, I was getting meet up everywhere. You know, and it was tough, man. You know, so I tell people like, look, man, if you never if you don't know Jesus, man, pick up a Bible and start reading. Um, because I'm telling you, um, that's what's got me to this place I am right now. Um, just having that assurance that Jesus loves me and, you know, getting that power from the Holy Spirit is real. It's not a, a magic juju thing. I'm not, I don't believe in magic or juju. You know, I'm not That's not what I'm trying to tell you. This is a real force that works in your life and can give you some strong motivation and give you some power to overcome some odds, um, some, some immensable odds you can really overcome. Um, So I would just, just tell them, you know, find Jesus, put your faith and trust in Jesus and he will really pull you through anything. Like there's nothing he can't pull you through. Um, And he will give you that strength to overcome anything, you know. You know, don't don't just trust me. Like look at them. You know, billions of people who put their faith in them and their stories. You know, start to look at. You know, there's crazy stories, crazy, crazy stories, and people told you will say like, "Yo, if it wasn't for Jesus, if it wasn't for God, man, I would not be here right now." Um, so, and, and you know, we're we're all capable of so much amazing things. You know, I, I just believe that everybody on this earth has value. You know, if you think about, um, I'm a big thinker. I like to think. Like if you think like. You know, when your dad, you know, you know, to, you know, be mature, but when your dad was, you know, with your mom and the amount of sperm cells that came out of him, it's, it's it's about billions. Just think of that, billions, which you came out. And people don't really think about that. I think about that a lot because I was born dead, you know, and I had a, my mom had a miscarriage or, or, or a dude after me. hmm there's so many, so many things that can go wrong. or so many things that can't just happen. And when the other part me took the egg first, you know, and I lost. Like People don't think about that stuff. Like, well, I'm alive. I'm just going to because they're not on purpose.
0: Yeah, bro. I love the way that you said that in uh, love your upbringing, you know, and can deeply resonate with you on that. You know, where you're talking about living at certain parts or. For me, it was that you know I lived at certain parts and it was fucking rough and it was funny like in preschool fighting white kids because they told me black boys don't wear vans so I'm fighting them and then just really grew up fighting as a young kid and then it's like the Mexican yeah. side hey you don't speak Spanish black side you're not black enough so it was like yeah. always feeling like I'm by myself and then that's why I was so reactionary towards it. You mentioned earlier too you know meditation I I'm big in that you know I did uh, yeah. when I when I first got with one of my boys and he's a coach. Uh, we did mouth breathing session. It was an hour, bro. And I'll tell you, that was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Uh, just stimulating that vagus nerve and feeling it through your whole body, yeah. Your body's shaking, yeah. but it was so freeing and it felt so good. It just yeah. was painful, you know, when it was like releasing all those emotions, everything that was in the body. And, yeah. and I love that you say that, you know, and, and definitely, you know, when we're talking about God, uh, before I was, uh, I went through a lot of shit, you know, when it was like, you beg God and you're like, God, I want my dad to start stop whipping my ass, and I want to stop getting my ass kicked every day. I want to stop getting jumped And yep. yep. I want to stop whatever. You know, for me, uh, I was that mama's boy, so I was just really good, and I knew how to talk to people and how to play situations. But walked into a lot of fucking dumb shit, or like people fucking checking me over wearing the wrong color, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" You know, because I'm not thinking yeah. about these things. I just think about being me. And-
1: Oh, brother, I can't hear you
0: right now. Did you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. There we go. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I go. accidentally muted myself. Yeah, so I was <laughs> saying I love the way that you said that, brother. Definitely, like, on that journey, because I've been there, you know, to where it's like, you, you mean well, you do well, and that was me. You know, it's like, I was just the fucking mama's boy, played sports yep. all the time. It's like, that's all I wanted to do was just play sports be good. And then it's like, you talk to the wrong fucking people and you learn how to play situations. All of a sudden it's sure. like you're walking into the wrong shit. Now I'm either, uh, getting into shit with other people or they're, Hey man, you're wearing this wrong color. You're wearing this wrong t-shirt. And now I'm all of a sudden, you know, going to jump into something that like, I didn't even fucking know about. And all of right. a sudden it's my whole life you are immersed into just because of what your mission is. And I think that's, you know, powerful there. Uh, I'll sum it up saying, you know, uh, I believe God finds you more than you find him, you know? Cause for yeah. me, it was like, I kept trying to read, man. I kept trying to talk to people, but nothing fucking clicked. Let me be real. You know, it, it wasn't clicking until it was that moment where I almost lose my family, almost lose everything. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck, dude, like this shit's real. i my like, God, give me a sign. He gave me a sign. It's real. One of my buddies was praying for me. God told him to reach out. He reached out to me. We had a great conversation. And Amen. I was like, hey, maybe this thing's real. And then I started learning about the book of Enoch and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. so you're telling me that this is actually real now and all these different things. And then you start seeing little things and yeah, manipulation yeah. and evil. And you're like, bro, you, you realize it, you know? So I definitely love the way you talk about it and definitely talk about that connection with God because that's something that I've been working on and it's been awesome, you know? Once you start doing it, because then you realize like, oh shoot, you know, all I've been missing out on or maybe that hate I held on to you, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't serve you anymore. This yeah, is why you yeah. can be better. And when you put it into, you know, what you're passionate about, what your purpose is, now it's fucking game changing because now people are like, man, you know, you definitely have touched that side. Yes. Meditation is going to allow you to lead to prayer. You're going to be able to run those thoughts through your head. You're going to be able to be like, hey, man, you know, how do I ground myself? So absolutely love that, brother. Appreciate you, Dominion. Would absolutely love to have you on again in the future. Where could people find you, man, if they want to keep up with you?
1: Um, uh, First of all, thank you so much for the to, for bringing me on here. It's such an honor, man. Um, You can find me on all platforms at Minion Training. My business page, Minion Training, and um, my website is miniontraining.com. That's miniontraining.com. Um, you can access where we have a ton of blogs there, a lot of evidence-based info for you, um, lots of videos, lots of demo videos. Also on my um, social media, um, and you know, just just tap in um, if you're really looking to live pain-free, looking living to live more holistic, um, to build some mental resilience. Um, get to my website and and we'll find some way to serve you Um, we have lots of value that we we believe I definitely believe can definitely change your life
0: absolutely brother we're going to have that in the show notes so send everybody there thank you again my friend it was an honor
1: likewise brother I really appreciate you
0: that's a wrap that was my man Dominion Uh, great dude if you want to check him out go in the show notes if not sign up for our Facebook group if you really want to fucking win subscribe for our newsletter and let's get this shit (laughs) I've got my story, you got yours I've dropped blood, sweat, and
1: tears on the floor Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up
0: Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left